rules for thee, but not for me. Well, we have another case of the radical left advocating for protesting and making people feel uncomfortable, yet when the tables are turned, we just cannot stand for this kind of behavior. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Women's Blaining Podcast. I am also the founder of Conservative Ladies of Washington. We are an organization of like-minded ladies and gentlemen here in the state of Washington. We are working hard for the conservative cause to elect conservative candidates, to wake people up, to raise awareness, and to activate citizens to help us create change. And I'm excited to announce that we will be expanding to a national platform later this summer, and I'll have more details on that in the weeks to come. But in the meantime, you can learn more about what we're doing, what we're about, our mission, and the candidates that we're supporting by going to our website, conservativeladiesofwa.com. That's conservativeladiesofwa.com. You can also learn about joining and becoming a member, which is the best way to support the work that we are doing. Well, Socialist Democrat AOC is making headlines going viral once again. Last week, Justice Kavanaugh was, I believe, with his wife having dinner at Morton's Steakhouse in D.C., and he was interrupted by some protesters and ended up leaving his dinner. The steakhouse had stood up for his right to be able to eat dinner in peace, which, of course, ruffled lots of feathers of people on the left, but AOC tweeted, Poor guy, he left his souffle because he decided half the country should risk death if they have an ectopic pregnancy with the wrong within the wrong state lines. It's all very unfair to him. The least they could do is let him eat cake. So a lot of things wrong with this. First of all, she is basically saying that it's okay for him to be harassed while he's eating dinner because of the ruling that he made on Roe v. Wade. She's also incorrectly saying that he outlawed ectopic pregnancy treatment. This is not what happened with Roe v. Wade, and this is a big part of what's going on with the left and the misinformation that they are spreading about Roe v. Wade. There is no state in the country that would not treat an ectopic pregnancy. Treating ectopic pregnancy is not the same thing as abortion. If you have an ectopic pregnancy in any state here in America, you will be treated for that condition. So for her to spew this like ectopic pregnancy is the thing with Roe v. Wade is very dangerous. And it's things like this and misinformation like this that is really getting people on the left so riled up. Well, yesterday, uh, a comedian by the name of Alex Stein, who is known for going to like city council meetings and school board meetings, he gets dressed up. He's, he's quite funny. He, he goes and, you know, makes a fool out of the Democrat city councils and school boards and, you know, he's quite entertaining, but makes a point of how absurd things are in this country. So he was on the Capitol steps yesterday and he takes this video of it where he's heckling AOC 
And I want to be clear that I never advocate for men heckling women. I don't think that's okay. I think it's crude. I think it's disrespectful. It happens. Of course, people do that. Um, So I'm not in any way advocating for this kind of behavior. But I also think, you know, I look around Instagram and as someone who used to be very involved in the fitness world, you know, women would in the gym, they'd take these gym selfies and they'd pose themselves just right so that you'd get this, you know, booty picture, you know, and it would be hashtagged up for people to find, you know, booty pictures, you know, and and these bikini girls and and figure girls that were going to compete in these competitions would post these pictures in the gym of their booty. So I kind of think, you know, when you do those kinds of things, you invite certain behaviors. I'm not saying it's okay. But I'm also saying that as women, we have a responsibility that if we're going to put out those kinds of things, that's going to attract certain behaviors from certain groups of people. And so I've always taught my own daughters, if you don't want to encourage behavior like that, don't be posting pictures of yourself like this. So I don't know. I'm not saying that AOC has posted pictures like that of herself, but she has definitely encouraged heckling and harassing and this kind of behavior from protesters or people who disagree with you. And what Alex Stein is doing here is not, he's not being mean. He's not being a protester. He's kind of acting like he's this infatuated guy with AOC. So I'm going to play this clip for you. And I just, if you haven't seen it, just to describe it for you, he's standing on the steps and she's walking up the steps and she's, you know, in a cute, business-like dress. She looks very nice. And, uh, she, I think she thinks he, he is a real fan of hers before she realized that she's being punked. And so she comes up and kind of mugs for the camera, like she's doing a selfie with him. And then she realizes that he's not a real fan. So give this a listen. It's, it's pretty funny. See my favorite big booty Latina. I love you. See, you're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. It's quite comical. And she actually shares the, she posts the video and then she takes it down and then she shares it again saying, here is a video he posted of the incident. I was actually walking over to deck him because if no one else will protect us, then I'll do it myself. But I needed to catch a vote more than a case today. So here she is advocating for violence and saying that she's going to deck him. So as you can imagine, the people on Twitter had a heyday with this tweet that she put out and uh, have exposed her for her hypocrisy and her, you know, she tweeted in 2020. This is back in December of 2020. She says the whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable. Activists take that discomfort with the status quo and advocate for concrete policy changes. Popular support often starts small and grows. To folks who complain, protest demands make others uncomfortable. That's the point. So it's interesting and it's typical of people on the left that they encourage protesting. 
they have encouraged these violent protesters to go out to the justices' homes to protest in front of the justices' homes. But she can't even take a harmless heckler on the Capitol steps who's just making fun of her. He's not doing her any harm. You know, by giving it more attention, she made it go viral. She brought this attention on herself. She exposed herself to people pointing out this blatant hypocrisy and that she can dish it, but she can't take it. And this is how the left operates. And this is why I feel like it's so important for us to call them out on these things. And Alex Stein, by going to the Capitol steps and making this crazy video, was a brilliant way to point out this hypocrisy and to make a case for rules for thee, but not for me. It's okay if people are being protested against and being hated and having to deal with these violent behaviors if they're people we disagree with. But you can't do it to us. And this is a real problem. And you're seeing this, you know, I did an episode a couple days ago about the pro-abortion professor who was being questioned by Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri. And he was asking her to define what uh, persons with capacity for pregnancy is. And was that women? What did that mean? And she accused him of being transphobic. She accused him of hate speech. And these are the things that are so dangerous that the, the left is really saying, you must cave to our rules. You must obey and comply or you will bear the consequences. And this is becoming, I mean, it's amazing to me to see the massive scale to which this is happening in our country. I mean, it doesn't even look like America anymore and we cannot we cannot just laugh it off. It is serious and we cannot comply. We cannot play the weird, the woke word games. We have to, you know, I think this video that Alex Stein did was a brilliant way of exposing these people. And we're just going to have to continue to do more of that. A note about the Josh Hawley thing, MSNBC posted a, a thing on TikTok of this exchange between Holly and this professor saying that the professor owned Holly in this exchange and they got blasted in the comments and people, even people on the left saying that the professor didn't own Holly. Holly owned the professor because the fact is most Americans still believe that women get pregnant. Men do not get pregnant. That doesn't mean that you're transphobic. It is important for us to speak truth and to stand on that truth and not to back down, not to cave to their intimidation and their threats. And it was really great to see Josh Hawley do that. And I think that a lot of American people really respected that, even if they don't align with him or agree with him politically, they respect the fact that he is willing to speak truth and state facts. Now, I want to point out another instance of a socialist Democrat, radical leftist who is calling for violence. This clip that I'm going to play you of Elizabeth Warren calling for the destruction of pregnancy resource centers is really scary to me. I look at this and as I listen to her and the way that she is speaking about these pregnancy resource centers just feels so evil 
and demonic to me. It's it's truly scary. And if you know anything about pregnancy resource centers, if you've ever spent any time with these people, which I personally have, when I was 20 years old, I was facing an unplanned pregnancy and I didn't have insurance and I hadn't told my family. And so I was fortunate to be helped out by a pregnancy resource center in California that gave me all the medical care that I needed without charge. And these people are just so selfless. And over the last few years with the conservative ladies of Washington, we've been involved with pregnancy resource centers here in Washington state, helping, you know, drive donations to them and get volunteers because the work that these people do and the opportunities that they provide to women, regardless of what they choose, just to clarify, they do not perform abortions and they do try to give women all the resources they need so that they can choose life. But regardless of the choice they make, they are there to care for those women and to love those women and to help them in whichever choice they make and help them process through that. Because even if a woman does make a choice for abortion, it doesn't, the pregnancy doesn't end there. The, the, the journey doesn't end after the procedure. A woman has a lot of things that she goes through I'm not speaking from personal experience, just from what I've heard from friends and loved ones who have gone through an abortion, but there is a process, a healing process and, you know, an emotional mental process that happens after a woman has an abortion and the abortion centers are not there to walk with those women, but the pro the pregnancy resource centers, they are. And so I'm going to let you listen to this clip from Liz Warren. And so you can decide for yourself what you think of this. In Massachusetts right now, those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around the country. You should not be able to torture a pregnant person like that. Now, I should clarify, uh, a few minutes ago, I said that she was calling for violence and, and she didn't offer a call for violence here, but she says that we need to shut them down all around the country. And we have seen a massive uptick in violence and criminal activity around uh, these pro-life pregnancy resource centers, around churches who are pro-life. It has been just huge around the country here in Washington state, um, here in Western Washington. I know for sure I can think of half a dozen off the top of my head that have been victims of the, the left, um, and these pro abortion people coming and either, you know, they're, they are destroying property, they're setting fires, they're breaking windows, they're doing all sorts of things. And these churches and these pregnancy resource centers have had to hire round the clock security, to protect their facilities, to protect their clients and, and staff from the violent leftists. And when you have a sitting senator who is saying these kinds of things about we need to shut them down and that they're tricking people and making it sound so malicious, that activates these pro-abortion groups that want to go out there and vandalize and intimidate and frighten people who are on the pro-life cause. And they know that. They know exactly what this messaging does to their base. And that is what they want. Yet when it happens to them, and it doesn't even happen 
in the same way. You know, this, this whole thing about Alex Stein being on the steps, so harmless. He wasn't doing anything to her. He was heckling her. He wouldn't have laid a finger on her. He was there to prove a point and he proved it very well. They can dish it, but they can't take it. And I'm not saying that we should meet them where they are because what they're doing is wrong, but they need to be stopped. They need to be called out. And one of the things I think is really important as I watched this video from Senator Warren, I really felt like it's important. It's imperative for us as citizens who support life to partner with these pregnancy resources in our area so that we can give them the help and the tools that they need to support women who are willing to choose life. We have fought so hard for Roe v. Wade to be overturned. And now that it has, we have a duty to step up, to put our money where our mouth is, to volunteer our time, to give money to these organizations so that they can do what is needed. And on top of what they already provide, now they have to hire security because of people like Senator Warren and Congresswoman AOC, who are very much in favor of these places being destroyed and shut down altogether. And then women have no place to turn. And that's the idea, right? That's the end goal here. Senator Hawley has put forward a bill making attacks on pro-life pregnancy centers a felony. Uh, Senator Hawley is unveiling legislation on Thursday, so that's today, to protect pregnancy resource centers and houses of worship after a spate of attacks from left-wing protesters in the wake of the Supreme Court's abortion decision. Holly, a first-term Republican from Missouri, said the harassment witnessed in recent weeks was a call to action by lawmakers of Congress. He says the Biden administration has turned a blind eye while radical leftists attack pregnancy care centers and houses of worship, and now left-wing politicians are trying to shut them down. Progressive activists have increasingly targeted churches and pro-life organizations, including pregnancy resource centers, for harassment and violence since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. The landmark decision declared that abortion is not a right protected by the U.S. Constitution, essentially throwing the issue back to state elected officials. That is the fact, and that is not what you are hearing people on the left say. You are hearing elected officials who know the truth. They know that overturning Roe v. Wade did not outlaw abortion in all 50 states. What it did was it sent the decision back to the states. And many states, including the state of Washington, have very, very broad pro-abortion laws that allow a woman to basically get a, an abortion at any time for any reason. And this blatant lying and deception is to divide people and to get their base riled up. They think this is a good strategy, I guess, going into the 2022 election, but I think and I've said this so many times, I think most Americans do not support abortion at any time for any reason. I believe that the majority of Mer Americans feel that abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. And what the radical left wants is not safe, legal, and rare. They want the babies killed for any reason at any time. You know, we see this every day, this idea of rules for thee, but not for me. 
And it's time for us to all take a stand against it. And there are such easy ways that we can do that. The best way that we can do that is to vote, to get involved in this election. As I mentioned on Tuesday, we've got here in Washington state, a primary coming up on August 2nd. And I am, I feel so passionate about this election and I really feel like we have to treat it like a general election. We need everybody to vote. We need you to tell your friends and your family. We can't stay home. We've got to over, come out in overwhelming numbers. So that is the first way that we fight back is using our voice to vote. And we could go on and on about elections not being, you know, fair and being fraudulent and all that. And yes, I agree. But I think if we come out in major numbers, it makes it even more difficult for them to cheat the system. And so that's why I encourage everybody to vote. We have to turn out the vote. The other th thing we can do in regards to specifically the abortion is, like I said before, find a pro-life pregnancy resource center that you can support. You can make a monthly donation. You can set it up so it's auto pay. You can contact them and find out how you can volunteer if you feel so called to, you know, go in and actually help. You can be part of counseling these women. You can work in their baby boutique. There are several ways that, that you could help. They need all sorts of help. They need security help. They need, they need men who are willing to stand outside and help protect patients who are coming into the clinic. So there is a way for everyone to get involved. And if you don't have the time or the resources to volunteer, you can just do a donation and it can be a small one. You know, you don't have to commit to a lot of money, but every little bit helps. And I feel like that shows them, hey, we support you. We support what you're doing. And if a lot of Americans start doing this, this is another way to fight back because the left and their money and the, you know, the pro-abortion machine of Planned Parenthood and all of these other activist organizations, it's really huge. But like I always say, light always wins. And just remembering that, remembering that God has already won this battle. That gives me so much hope and it gives me the encouragement that I need to keep to it gives me the encouragement I need to keep moving forward and I hope it helps you as well. So I'm going to leave it there for today. I appreciate you joining me. I would love it if you would share the podcast and if you like it, would you please do me a favor and rate it on whatever platform you're listening? That certainly helps a lot. And if you've got a topic idea that you would like me to address in a future episode, I'd love to hear from you. My contact information is in the notes along with links to these videos that I have referenced today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time. 